So there's a very interesting exchange in this week's parasha. When when Sarah passes away, Abraham comes to the people of the land and he has a few back and forths with them. But I want you to hear very carefully, it's very interesting. All of the exchanges back and forth that Abraham has with the Benechet, with Ephron, they're all the same except for one. And I want to see if anyone can pick it up. Here's the first one, okay? Abraham comes and he speaks to the Benechet. Right? Um, give me a, a, a burial plot. I want to bury my, my dead. They answer back and they say, Listen, our master, you're a, a, a prince of God. Any, the best of the kivarim you could have. Alamak. Each person, no one's going to withhold any uh, space from you. Abraham bows to them and he says, Okay, if, uh, if you want to help me bury them, listen to me and speak to Ephron ben Sochar. Let, I want to buy that Maratha Machbela. Ephron is sitting there. <coughs> he answers back and he says, No, my master, listen to me. The field is given to you, whatever you could have it, no problem. Bury your dead. Abraham says, Thank you very much. Uh, you know, listen to me, please. Abraham says, I'm going to pay you for it. I don't want it as a gift. Okay? Uh, so Ephron answers back, My master, listen to me. My land is worth uh, 400 shekel. What is it? It's nothing. You know, t- pay it and, and bury your dead. Vayishma Abraham. Abraham listens. He pays it out. The amount that he paid out, Chachamim actually uh, calculate the amount that it was. It was an astronomical sum of money. Astronomical. Okay? And he's making it as if it's nothing. What is the difference between those conversations? There's one feature that every bit of interaction has, except for the first one. In each one of them, there's an extra word. Anyone pick it up? No. Huh? No. There's an extra word in the, com- in the words, in the conversation itself. And they answer Abraham and they say, Shema'enu, listen to us. And Abraham responds to them and he says, if you want to help me, Shema'uni, listen to me. Then Ephron is listening and Ephron says, okay. He answers back Abraham's response. And he says to him, Vayidaber, and Ephron says, no, you listen to me. Vayidaber el Ephron, and Ephron speaks, he says, please, Abraham says, I don't want to take it for free. Achimatalu, shemaeni, listen to me. Ephron says, no, my master, you listen to me. And what's the final analysis after everything is said and done and there's no more talking? Vayishma Abraham. And Abraham heard. And he gives him the money. What is all this hearing? Here, listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. Abraham says, listen to me. Sorry. The Benechet say, listen to us. Abraham responds, listen to me. Ephron says, listen to me. Abraham says back, listen to me. Ephron says, listen to me. And Abraham listens. There is three parties. There is Benechet, Ephron. Ephron, and Abraham. And everyone's busy. Before they say anything, they say, listen. One of the things I always like to point out is you ever in a conversation with someone, and the guy says, look, let's be honest. And I always wonder, what were we being before that point? Let's be honest. Or can I be honest? Can I be frank? What were you being before? You were lying before? If someone says, listen to me, what do you know? That he's trying to tell you something. That if you don't listen carefully, you're going to get messed over. The one exchange in all the back and forth that doesn't have the word listen is Abraham's first sentence. 
Avraham comes like a regular guy. He comes and says, I want to bury my dead. You don't hear that word, listen to me. Once he hears the Benechet answer back, and they say, Shema'enu, Avraham listens very, very carefully. And each time, there's some manipulation, there's some line, there's some scam, there's some sketch. What happens with Ephron? Ephron starts off and says, listen, Fadal, the best land in the world. I'm going to give you this land. It's grade A USDA prime beef land. Very, it's a 900 cotton thread. You know, it's the most exquisite land. He's talking about a grave. Yeah? What is he burying in already? What is the... What is the big deal? Abraham has his own interests because it was a place of intense spirituality because of who was buried there already, Adam and Hava. So he knew what was there and that was why he wanted it. But Afron makes it sound as if it's the most, you know, like he's burying this person, you know, on the boardwalk of the most beautiful beach in the world. So you say because he said Shema'eni, you have to be careful? Because he said Shema'eni, you got to listen very close. What happens with Afron in the end? He says, no, free, fada, and then the second... Abraham calls him on it. No, no, please, I want to pay for it. Whatever it's worth, whatever it's worth, I'll pay. No problem. Ephron says, 400 shekel kesef. And at Vayishma Abraham. Abraham heard already what's going on. It's so important to pay attention to the people in your life and the way that they speak. What does Ephron say? He says in the beginning, he makes it, turns out he wants to charge him the, the whole gamut. In fact, if you look back in Parashat Hayesara, you see the difference between Abraham and the Benechet. Abraham says, when he welcomes in the guests, he says, please come to my house. Same expression, Fadal, right? But listen to what Abraham says. Abraham says, he comes to them, If I find favor in your eyes, don't pass by my house. Have a little bit of water. Wash your feet. Rest under my tree. I'm going to give you a piece of bread. I'm going to give you a piece of bread. Come eat a piece of bread. What does he give them when they sit down? He tells his wife, go get ugot. I want you to bake cookies. And then he gets um, meat. And not just one kind of meat, three kinds of meat. And then what else does he do? And he goes and he churns the butter. And the milk. And he puts in front of them like the most lavish feast. Says the Mishnah, emor me'at Say a little, do a lot. Abraham is the exact opposite of Ephron. So it's always important to listen. Who's the type of person you're dealing with? Are they the type of person that if you don't pay close attention, if you don't weigh each word that they say with gold, they're going to mess you over? You don't want to deal with that kind of a guy at all. In fact, David HaMelech says, Yichrot Amonai, may God cut off the, the, the tongues, the, the speech of of those smooth talkers, right? Because what are smooth talkers? They're talking you around things in order to catch you and ensnare you. But look at the end of the pasuk. Lashon midaberet gedolot. A tongue that speaks large. Now the first bit I understand. You're a smooth talker. You're lying. You're presenting it like this. You're coming like that. My favorite example this is, I remember when my brother was getting bar mitzvah. So we went to a, a clothing store on uh, Route 1, one of these clothing stores. Anyway, my mother finds a suit for my, for my brother for the bar mitzvah, but it was very expensive. 
So she says to the salesman, she says to the salesman, she goes, you know, it's a little bit expensive. I don't know if we could afford this suit. Is there anything you have to, the guy says, nah, don't worry, you gotta buy this. I'm telling you, it's worth it. And along with it, you get a free sports jacket. My mom thinks, you know what, he's gonna go to yeshiva, he's gonna need the extra jacket, fantastic. She says, okay, no problem, you know what, we'll buy it. The guy says, okay, I'm gonna take it to the counter. She says, Where's the, where, where can we go look at the sports jackets? And the guy's wrapping up the thing already. He's, he swiped the, he uh, scanned the, mach- the thing. My, my mom said, where's the sports jacket? He goes, no, no, no. You could wear the suit jacket without the pants and then it's this extra sports jacket. Free sports jacket. Yichrot Hashem kol chalakot. So what, what's it, why is it, so I think a lot of us, we understand that when you're scamming somebody, that's inappropriate. But we think Lashon Medaber, it's just speech. No, it's not how it works. As we said earlier, <clears throat> you should be a person that in your life, you always under promise and over deliver. Under promise, over deliver. Under promise, over deliver. When a person uses their language in that way, then as well they are repaid that in their tefillot, when they ask for something but left something that they needed out, Bore Olam also, you under, no, you under promise, you over the, no problem. So over here, you ask me for little, you ask me for a little, no problem. Because whenever you speak, you ask for a little, you say a little, but you do more than you said. Bezat Hashem, we should have all of our tefillot answered. Amen. 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 Amen.